0: There is no magic pill. It drives me crazy to go to the gym. You read one hour a day. I went and worked out five hours a day. And I was working on construction with 24 hours a day. Organize your day. work hard. I'm here to talk about success. I went and worked out five hours a day and I was working on construction because in those days in bodybuilding there was no money we didn't I didn't have the money for food supplements or anything so I had to go to work so I worked on construction I went to college I worked out in the gym and at night from 8 o'clock at night to 12 midnight I went to acting class four times a week so I did all that there was not one single minute that i wasted and this is why i'm standing here today at the age of 20 i went to london and i won the mr universe contest as the youngest mr universe ever and it was because i had a goal you see if you don't have a vision of where you go and if you don't have a goal where you go You drift around and you never end up anywhere. 74% hate their job in America. The majority of people don't like what they're doing because they're really not doing it because they didn't have a goal and they followed this goal. They just aimlessly drift around and then all of a sudden there's a job opening so they get their job because you have to work. But then when you work, it's a chore. It's work. It's not fun. So if you think about only a quarter of the people really enjoy what they're doing in life. So people always ask me when they saw me in the gym in the pumping iron days, they say, why is it that you're working out so hard, five hours a day, six hours a day, and you have always a smile on your face? The others are working out just as hard as you do, and they look sour in the face. Why is that? And I told people all the time, I said, because to me, I'm shooting for a goal. In front of me is the Mr. Universe title. So every rep that I do gets me closer to accomplishing that goal, to make this goal, this vision, turn into reality. Every single set that I do, every repetition, every weight that I lift will get me a step closer to turn this goal into reality. So I couldn't wait to do another 500 pound squat. I couldn't wait to do another 500 pound bench press. I couldn't wait to do another 2,000 reps of sit-ups. I couldn't wait for the next exercise. So let me tell you something, visualizing your core and going after it makes it fun. You've got to have a purpose no matter what you do in life, you've got to have a purpose. Muhammad Ali, worked his butt off and I saw it firsthand. and I remember that there was a sports rider that was there in the gym when he was working out and he was doing sit ups and they asked him how many sit ups do you do and he said I don't start counting until it hurts now think about that he doesn't start counting his sit ups until he feels pain that's when he starts counting That is working hard. This is an ad for a project management tool called Monday.com. This is what it looks like, and this is what it feels like. If it is physically improved, or if it is mentally to improve. Imagine you read one hour a day about history. How much you will learn after 365 hours in one year. Think about if you study about the history of musicians, of composers, how much you would know. Imagine if you would work on a business, on some business that you want to develop every day for an hour. Imagine how further along you will go and get. So it drives me nuts because we have, when people say we don't have the time, we have 24 hours a day. We sleep six hours a day. So it gives you still 18 hours. Now there's someone shaking their head out here in front to say probably, I don't sleep six hours, I sleep eight hours, right? Or just sleep faster. So we have 18 hours a day, the average person works around eight to 10 hours. So let's assume it's 10 hours. So if you have eight hours left, then you travel around an hour a day, maybe two hours a day. So now you have still six hours left. So, what do you do with the six hours? What do you do with the six hours? Then we eat a little bit, then we schmooze a little bit, talk a little bit to people, and all that stuff. But you can see how much time there is available if you organize your day. So, you got to work hard. I hate Plan B. <laughs> And I tell you why, because we have so many doubters, as I've said earlier, the, the no-sayers. We have so many of those people that say no, and you can't do it, that's impossible. That is okay, because we just turn off, as I said earlier, and we listen and we hear the no being a yes, you can't do it, do it, you can't do it, and all of that. So that that is possible to do that, amongst all the negative people around you. But when you start doubting yourself, that's very dangerous. Because now what you're basically saying is is that if my plan doesn't work, I have a fallback plan, I have a plan B. And that means that you start thinking about plan B and every thought that you put into plan B You're taking away now that thought, that energy from plan A. And it's very important to understand that we function better if there is no safety net. Because plan B becomes a safety net. It says that if I fail then I fall and I get picked up and I have something else there that will will protect me. And that's not good because people perform better when there's no safety net. People perform better in sports and everything else if you don't have a plan B. I'm telling you, I've never ever had a plan B. I said, I made a full commitment that I'm going to go and be a bodybuilding champion. I made a full commitment that I'm gonna be in America. I made a full commitment that I'm gonna get in the show business, and I'm going to be a leading man. No matter what it takes, I will do the work. I will do the work over and over and over, until I get it. And the same was in politics and everything like that. So to me, it is very dangerous to have a plan B, because you're cutting yourself off from the chance of really succeeding. And the reason, one of the main reasons why people want to have a plan B is because they are worried about failing. What is if I fail, then I don't have anything else? Well, let me tell you something, don't be afraid of failing because there's nothing wrong with failing. You have to fail in order to climb that ladder. There's no one that doesn't fail. Michael Jordan said in one of his interviews, and they said, you're unbelievable. You're the greatest basketball player of all times. I mean, tell me about that. And he says, well, you just mentioned the successes. But he says for me to become the greatest basketball player, I missed 9,000 shots when I was playing basketball at the NBA games. So during these games that he was so successful, he missed 9,000 thousand shots does it make him a failure no he is one of the greatest basketball players of all times but he failed nine thousand times do you get it we all fail it's okay what is not the case that when you fail you stay down Whoever stays down is a loser and winners who fail and get up fail and get up fail and get up you always get up that is a winner that is a winner I failed in bodybuilding I, I lost bodybuilding competitions I lost powerlifting competitions. I lost weightlifting competitions. I had movies that went in the toilet and that were terrible and got the worst reviews. And in politics, I remember, I had many of the initiatives on the ballot and we lost. My approval rating in California went down to 28%. And then it went back up again, and they won again, the governorship. Hey, we all lose. We all have lost us. This is okay. And this is why I say, don't be worried about losing, because when you're afraid of losing, then you get frozen.